Welcome to Bishop Atto Dixon's podcast. Bishop Atto Dixon is the true son of Bishop Dagwood Mills and the convener of the Healing Jesus Mission International. Listen and be blessed as he shares with you deep messages from the Word of God. Let us share with a prayer. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Mighty God, thank you so much for this precious morning. Thank you very, very much for the gift of life. Thank you very much, O oh God, for ushering us into a beautiful day. We declare that this is a blessed day. This is indeed a day that you have made. We will rejoice and we'll be glad in it. This morning, we ask that your spirit will influence our lives. Your spirit will grant us understanding to your word. As we go through the pages of scriptures, give us revelation. Open our eyes that will behold wondrous things out of your law. And I pray, oh God, that let the hearts of your people be the fertile ground upon which the seed will be sown. May the seed germinate and bring forth much fruit, a hundredfold, sixtyfold, and thirtyfold. In the precious mighty name of Jesus and all the saints of the Lord shouted a big amen. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, this morning I'm speaking on the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit on your knowledge of God. Hallelujah. The sweet influence of the Holy Spirit on your knowledge of God. Now, knowledge is one of the four key pillars of intelligence. Intelligence, you know, has four solid pillars. Four solid pillars. Amen. The first is knowledge. The second is understanding. The third is wisdom. And the fourth pillar is the fear of the Lord. Amen. Now, out of these four pillars, one is knowledge. Hallelujah. Jesus one day got upset with the Pharisees. He told them that they have taken a very important key from the people which is the key of knowledge. Hallelujah. Knowledge is a key. Turn to somebody and tell him, knowledge is a key. And more so, knowledge of who God is. We can feel God all around us because when we look at the things that goes on around us, most often we cannot explain it, but only to say that there is a creator somewhere. True or not true? I mean, the way the day breaks and the way the night comes, and when the day breaks, the sun is showing beautifully. The night comes and then suddenly it's like the moon is rather what is showing. Hallelujah. And then the stars are showing. But your knowledge of God and your knowledge of the word of God will tell you that in the period of creation, God created the moon to rule the, the night. True or not true? And the sun to rule the day. Hallelujah. So you can see that scriptures is being fulfilled with God's word all around us. Amen. 
To know God, you need a teacher. A teacher who has been there right from the very onset. A teacher who has been there right from the beginning. A teacher who knows all things and has seen all things. And this teacher is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. This teacher is the Holy Spirit. You will notice that your knowledge of physics, chemistry, biology does not depend on the Holy Spirit. Your knowledge of physics, chemistry, biology is, is not dependent on the Holy Spirit. Your knowledge of chemistry depends on you being able to grasp truths that are taught and explained to you depending on who your teacher was. If it's Mr. Pepper from Presec in those days, that, 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 that's it. If it's Black G in those days, uh, if it is Zomatic Expression, you're, you're, you know, and all those people who teach, they are very good at what they teach. Hallelujah. By your knowledge of who God is, is solely dependent on the Holy Spirit. Now, that is where the Holy Spirit becomes an important personality in your life. So it means that the absence of the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life will lead you to not knowing God the way you ought to know him. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying so far? Amen. So, listening to this is, that is why you must pray. You must pray for the Holy Spirit's influence every time. Anytime you are praying, you must always ask, Holy Spirit, influence my thoughts. Influence my understanding. Teach me. Help me to understand. When you go through scriptures, pray for the spirit of understanding. Pray for the spirit of revelation by the Holy Spirit. Because I'm telling you that there are people, I, I remember when we were in secondary school, the guys who collected BK prize and RS prizes were not believers. They were unbelievers. Yeah. I remember Form 3, no, 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 Form 4, because he did, he did arts. Form 4, Form 5, the person who collected the BK prize, he was not a believer. He goes to the disco, Big Apple, goes to jam at Big Apple, goes to drink and go to, you know, have fun, and then he comes back. And then he picks up his RSV. I think the book, the Bible version they were using was RSV, Revised Standard Version. Brown with some, something in front. You know, and he just comes to chew it. And then the next time, if, when his speech and prize giving day, he's collected it. Do you understand? So there is a certain knowledge to an extent. There's a certain knowledge that you will acquire through impartation by your ordinary teacher but the in-depth revelation about God and who he is is the Holy Spirit who gives you that is why the Bible says it is a spirit that quickeneth 
the flesh profited nothing. Hallelujah. That is why the Bible also says that the letter killeth, but the spirit gives life. So you can receive the letter, the, the knowledge of the letter of the scriptures, but the spirit, which is what will give you the kind of life, the God kind of life, you lack it. Say amen. And so we need the Holy Spirit at every time of our lives to teach us. You need him as a teacher. You need him as a guide. You need him as a reminder. You need him every now and then to open your eyes to behold wondrous things out of the law. You remember in Matthew 16, Jesus wanted to assess what people think about him. And he asked his disciples, who do men say that I am? Who do men say that I am? One person said that is John the Baptist. Another person says that you are Isaiah. Another person said that you are one of the prophets. Another person said you are Jeremiah. Then he zeroed in. He asked a general question. Then he zeroed in on the disciples and asked them, who do you say that I am? I don't know if it, that question was thrown to you whether you would be able to see who truly Jesus was. You see, because time and time again, we read the story of Jesus Christ and we think that, oh, these people should have known that it's Jesus Christ. But you see, a 30-year-old boy comes to stand in front of you and he says, he's the son of God. You see, when I even come and I come and tell you that, listen, from today, you have to worship me. Let's assume that that is what I said. You have to worship me. When I come, you have to bow to me. And, and possibly that's the truth. You will find it very, very difficult to accept it. True or not true? Yeah. I believe that during that time, it was a difficulty for quite a number of the disciples to accept him. They, they, they believed, but they, they, they didn't believe that much. Hallelujah. But he asked, who do you say that I am? And the Bible says, the Holy Spirit suddenly opened the eyes of Peter. And then he said, you are the Christ. You see, when you go to Israel, and you go to that part of the world, there are a lot of Jesuses there. Jesus is a name given. Jesus actually means Yeshua, which is Joshua. And so anybody who is here called Joshua, who is here called Joshua? Joshua, do we have any Joshua here? Uh, if you were called Joshua, you are actually Jesus. Jesus. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Uh -huh. But Peter didn't say you are Jesus. He says you are the Christ. Christ comes from the word Christos, which means you are the anointed one. You are the anointed one. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Now what did Jesus tell Peter? He said, flesh and blood has not revealed it to you. He said that Mr. Pepra didn't reveal this one to you. Hallelujah. He's saying that Bokete didn't reveal this to you. Pastor Bokete didn't reveal this to you. But what he said was that flesh and blood 
has not revealed this to you. Amen. It's the Holy Spirit who revealed it to you. There are many things that can be revealed to you only by the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I pray for you that the Holy Spirit will be relevant in your life. The Holy Spirit will become so real in your life. Because if you are a child of God and you are a Christian and the Holy Spirit is irrelevant in your life, your knowledge base of who God is will be non-existent. You will know God as some huge entity, huge deity, huge being sitting somewhere that everybody must go and worship. But when the Holy Spirit revealed to you who God is, you'll be able to call him Abba Father. Jesus told them, he said, when you are praying, say, Our Father which art in heaven. You see, you can never call him our father unless you are influenced by the Holy Spirit. Because, you see, there are people we call daddy, but we do not listen to them. We do not obey them. Oh, yeah. Oh, daddy. Papi. Papito. One of the clearest signs of sonship or daughterhood is obedience. True or not true? Yeah. Jesus obeyed his father through and through and through. That was a clear evidence of who a true son is. And that is why he called him, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He's well pleased in him because the Bible says that even when he got to the point where he had to take a decision, he preferred the will of his father to his own will. Amen? Am I helping somebody this morning? I'm taking my time. I'm taking my time because you see, many of us, eh, we take decisions not being led by the Holy Spirit. We take decisions at the spare of the moment. We take decisions as a reaction to something. But let me tell you something. What is most important is that your decision making must be solely based on being led. Because the Bible says as many as are led. As many as are led. Which means that you can be led. But what is leading you? Is it the Holy Spirit? Or is it the three evil influences? It's also one thing that you must know. That your mind can speak to you and you will think that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. Sometimes you see people have dreams and they say, oh, we had a dream. There's that, 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 that. So it means the Holy Spirit is speaking. It's the fufu which is speaking. The fufu you ate 30 minutes before you slept has caused you to have a certain type of dream which is a nightmare. Hallelujah. Yeah, but may you be influenced greatly by the Holy Spirit. May the Holy Spirit influence you to know God. You see, your knowledge of who God is will help you to discover who you are. Because the Bible says that as he is, so are we in the world. 
The Bible says that he created you in his image and he created you in his likeness. So if you were created in his image and in his likeness, once you get to know the image of God, you get to know yourself that I am not a mean person. I am a great person God has put me on earth as his representation to execute every function that has been given to me to do. Hallelujah. Yeah. That is why the Bible says that the heir, as long as he is a child, different not from a servant. When you are a child in the knowledge of who God is, you will operate as a servant. You operate as a pauper. But when you grow in your knowledge of who God is, you begin to discover yourself, who you are. And that is why you see children. When a child is growing up and he begins to discover that my father is a rich man and my mother is a very rich person, the child, if you don't take time, you see that the child's attitude now starts changing. Have you noticed that? When the child becomes aware of who he is, he becomes aware of his environment. He becomes aware. And sometimes he goes to his friend's home and realizes that what I have is unique. I belong to the high class in society. When the child becomes aware, you see that the child's attitude even changes. Yeah? When you take these young guys, Prince Harry and the other one, what was his name? William. When they were children, they behaved like any other child born, if he was born in Atlantudem or he was born in Abonko in a central region. The child behaves the same. They remove their, they become so naked and they play in the sand and everything, but until you get to a point where you discover that, hey, you are a prince, and the prince must behave in a certain way, you see that attitudes change. In the same way also, when the Holy Spirit begins to reveal who God is to you, your attitude will change. Your behavior will change. Your perception about who God is and who you are also will change. And that is why you need the Holy Spirit badly. Turn to somebody and tell you, you need the Holy Spirit badly. Oh yeah. The Holy Spirit is a teacher. Anything that has been instituted by God, the Holy Spirit is the best teacher to teach you. In marriage, the Holy Spirit is the best, best teacher. Raising up children, the Holy Spirit is the best teacher. He's the best teacher. Hallelujah. And so, you need to understand that the power of the Holy Spirit helps you to know God the way you should know him. Is it necessary to know God? Now, I'll also pose a question to you. Is it necessary to know your spouse? Why is it necessary to know your spouse? Because the knowledge of your spouse helps you to relate with him better. Your knowledge 
of who God is helps you to relate with him better. And I'm telling you, your relate, your, I mean, what you have to do with God is more about relationship. It's more about relationship. As your relationship deepens, as your relationship becomes so intimate, his glory reflects on your life. I pray that the glory of God will reflect on your life. Oh yes. His glory reflects on your life. His power reflects on your life. His wisdom reflects on your life. You will notice that because the only wise God and all-knowing God, that knowledge that he has is imparted to you by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit can teach you directly. Did you know that? Did you know the Holy Spirit can teach you directly? Yeah, he can teach you directly. What I'm teaching you this morning, once the Holy Spirit begins to begin to break it down to you, you understand it better. What I'm doing is that I'm feeding you with knowledge, but the Holy Spirit will give you understanding. Understanding is what makes you operate in the knowledge that you have acquired. Many people are not doing things because they don't understand. And many people want to do things based on their understanding before they do. Have you noticed? But, you know, in this kingdom, obedience is the key. Sometimes you don't understand, but you just obey and do. Whilst you are doing, you begin to understand. Things will be revealed to you. When the Bible says that this book of the Lord shall not depart from thy mouth, meditate therein day and night, observe to do all that is written therein, for then, thou shalt have what? Make your way prosperous and have good success. You may not be able to connect success to this book of the law. What are you talking about? Are you are talking about my prosperity. Prosperity there. You have to go to the marketplace and go and look for a job. And work very hard and become successful. Yeah. That is your definition of what success is. But you see, when you depend on your definition of success, you miss it. You must depend on God's definition of what success is. God's definition. I think that when you come to live on earth and God blesses you, I don't know, yeah, maybe it's God's blessing. God blesses you with everything material. And you do not accomplish your purpose on earth. Why you came on earth. You are a failure. I will say it again. Based on the human definition of what success is. What we usually would do. What we will usually say is that ah, this man is so accomplished. Is that not the, the words we use? He's an accomplished lawyer. He's an accomplished and a successful businessman because maybe he owns skyscrapers. Yes, men are saying you are accomplished and successful, but everyone here on earth, God has a purpose for your life. If you look accomplished, yet you miss out on the purpose for which God brought you here on earth, 
you are a big failure. Because you, you are not accountable to the men who are applauding you. You are accountable to God who placed you here. And that is why you have to be very, very careful. And that is why you would also always pray for mercy. Especially when men are hailing you. You will be asking for mercy because you are asking that, hey, am I in the will of God? Am I fulfilling what God wants me to fulfill? Men are saying that I'm successful, but am I truly successful? He told one of the churches, he says that you say you are rich, but you don't know that you are poor. Because you have big shots in your church. And you are saying that you are rich, but you are very poor because per my definition of what riches is, you come nowhere near it. I pray that you be rich with the knowledge of God. I pray that this morning somebody is walking out of this house rich in the knowledge of God. You see, when you now gain that revelation and understanding, you begin to seek him. You begin to pursue him. And your interest will be to know him even more. Hallelujah. Am I helping somebody in the house? Your personal knowledge of God and the level of revelation you have about the ministry depends entirely on what the Holy Spirit helps you to know. So even, you say you have been called as a minister of the gospel, you have been assigned some duties to do. I'm telling you, your understanding and your knowledge, you are welcome, Mr. and Mrs. Tete Osabu. Your understanding of who and how and what the ministry stand for is solely dependent on what the Holy Spirit teaches you. You see, because you may be listening to messages, eh? but you are not able to implement any of the things that you are listening to. Haven't you noticed the messages you have been listening to? You are a pastor of a center. You are a, you are a leader of a center. But you've not been able to implement even one of the wisdom key. And the reason is because, you see, you are still operating based on the letter. So you are doing something which looks like what somebody is doing. But you are not getting the results the person is getting. You should always understand that when you are engaging in something that somebody has done and has gotten a certain result and you are not getting the same results, there is an error in what you are doing. I'm not too sure if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Because sometimes our mind is that, you see, you have heard the art of following. So, you are following physically. But sometimes you must even ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, give me in-depth revelation of the man you have given to me. You've given me Bishop Doug as my father. Lord, I see that he is so anointed in many areas of his life. I'm trying to follow. 
But I notice that I'm not getting the results that he is getting. Holy Spirit, give me the key. The key. The key. I've read the books. I've read all the writings. But I still don't seem to catch a revelation of what produces the results. The Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you. The Holy Spirit will lead you and the Holy Spirit will guide you. Hallelujah. Or else you see, all you'll be left with is frustration. <sighs> I'm doing it. They say we should bust. I've bust. They say we should go to the place and do outreach. I've gone to the place and done outreach. They say, they say, they say, I care, I care. <laughs> I'm doing everything that I have to do. I'm not getting any results. Look, I don't think God has called me. No. You have drawn the conclusion too quick. There is a teacher. I said there is a teacher. This teacher, when you employ his services in your life, he will begin to teach you what button to press. And the button you press will make a difference in your life. I see the Holy Spirit influencing your life greatly. I see the Holy Spirit bringing revelation to you. I see the Holy Spirit bringing direction to you. I see the Holy Spirit increasing your knowledge of who God is. I see the Holy Spirit partnering with you every now and then and your life becoming beautiful as a result of your obedience to him. Say amen. Your personal knowledge of God and the level of revelation you have about the ministry depends entirely on what the Holy Spirit helps you to know. Without the influence of the Holy Spirit, you will know very little about God and understand very little about God. But I'm telling you that little knowledge doesn't help much. When you have little knowledge, you know what happens? Little knowledge rather makes you puffed up. That's what the Bible says. Little knowledge makes you puffed up. Many people have little knowledge. And so they've closed their eyes and ears to getting more knowledge. Little knowledge puffed up. Say amen. He says, that is why Jesus reacted to Peter's declaration and said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Which means that flesh and blood reveals things. (laughs) Yeah. Flesh and blood reveals things. But I pray that in your walk with the Lord, the Holy Spirit will be the revelator of things to your life. Yeah. The Holy Spirit. All through the Bible, the scripture is clear that it is the Holy Spirit who causes us to know God. To understand the word of God and to know the truth. It is the Holy Spirit. Turn your Bibles to Matthew. 
John, John chapter 16. John 16. I'm taking my time. Because if you can catch this revelation, the rest will be easy to catch. Say amen. <laughs> the Bible says that 1613, it says, it says, how be it? When he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. The Bible calls him the spirit of truth. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. Say after me, he will show you things to come. Now, showing you things to come is what we call the advanced knowledge. So when the Holy Spirit begins to influence your life, you now are endowed with advanced knowledge. And I'm telling you something. Can you imagine that you are traveling and you have an advanced knowledge that you shouldn't travel? Can you imagine? And the reason why you shouldn't travel is because there is a trap that has been set and the Holy Spirit does not want you to. Yeah. Advanced knowledge. Advanced knowledge. And somebody sitting here, what you need is advanced knowledge. You are just about to take a step. And the step you are going to take, you have allowed flesh and blood to reveal things to you. Based on the physique of who you are going into that contract with. Based on the history and record. But I'm telling you, somebody can have a clean record for 20 years. But you are the next. Your first is first. His first person is about to dupe is you. You didn't hear what I said. Sometimes we depend on clean records, clean history. But listen to me. That clean history should not inform you about what that person is capable of doing because he's wearing flesh and blood. That is why God does not consult your past to take a decision. He is an all-knowing God. I'm not too sure you understand what I just said. Because if God decides to consult your past, then there are certain decisions he will not take about you. But man consults your past and takes a decision for your future. But it could be an error. Could be an error. And that is why, you see, when you are a child of God and the Holy Spirit is always influencing your life, you are sure that a new day has begun. Anything is possible. You see, human beings, we change you. Do you know we change? Human beings are subject. If you like, you ask the wives, they will tell you. Or the husbands, they will tell you. Human beings, we change. I mean, we were sweet until a point when we changed. You married sweetness. 
What happens when bitterness is staring at you? You walk out, be influenced by the Holy Spirit. Be influenced by the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will give you one step at a time. Every day there is a fresh manna from heaven. A fresh revelation from heaven. A fresh word from heaven. Day after day, there is a fresh manner that the Lord is giving concerning situations. Some of us are too sure of men. We are too sure of what we are doing. And sometimes, not just the people, but we ourselves. When we are taking steps, we are so certain in our mind that this journey that I'm taking is going to bring these results. Let's be careful. I see the Holy Spirit opening your heart to catch a revelation in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. You see, this woman who was caught in adultery was caught in adultery. <laughs> and the whole city. I hear the men were more. And I wouldn't even be surprised that the men who were very angry at these women, some of them has gone inside before. Yeah. So maybe as another person took their head. So now, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. When you go through scriptures, you must meditate. When you meditate, God will give you revelation. I'm not speaking based on flesh and blood. I'm speaking by revelation. Do you understand? Uh-huh. So when Jesus said, if any of you have not committed adultery before and they couldn't cast their stone, it's most likely some of the men had had something to do with this same woman they were accusing. Pastor Albert says that all they tried and they didn't get. No. Jesus didn't take a decision because he was led by man. Because if he had to, and the, the men, they were quoting scriptures, they were quoting Levit- Leviticus. They were quoting, some people call scriptures to destroy things. Eh? They were quoting scriptures that look, you are the one who says so, you are the one, you are the word. So now, remove your mouth. Remove your mouth. Remove your mouth. Then you know what happened? Jesus was writing on the, on the floor. He said, well, I, I'm removing my mouth. Anyone here who's not done what this woman has done before, you cast the stone. He said, he said, I want you to cast the stone. But these are the conditions attached to the casting of the stone. So I'm now leaving you to your conscience. You yourself should judge based on how your mind is working. And they couldn't. They were not bold and confident enough. When Jesus spoke, they caught a revelation. And they said, look, Charlie. And they all left. The Bible didn't say that two people were standing there. Every accuser. Let me tell you something. Today, I came to tell somebody in this house. 
that those of you who are always worried about people who have accused you for the things that you have done, Jesus is asking that the things that you are accusing people of, are you free from it? If you are free from it, open your big mouth and accuse. How many can understand why the Holy Spirit must always lead you? Because, you see, when he leads you, you don't make errors. You don't make mistakes. He will lead you in the perfect plan and in the perfect will of God. Oh, I see somebody coming, oh God, to, to this reality that I need him more than ever before. I need him more than ever before. Hallelujah. He says, when he comes, he will lead you. Now, when we say somebody is a lead person, it means that there is a person who is in front. So, he is the lead person. So, right now, Pastor Bokete is the lead person. So, me, I must follow him. Wherever he's going, whatever direction he's given, I'm following. You see, but some of us, the Holy Spirit passed there and we have chosen our own path. We have chosen our own way. We will do it the way we feel. We will deal with the issue the way we feel we can deal. You see, immediately when you deal with it the way you feel, eh, you satisfy the flesh, but you are in error. The fact that you are satisfied doesn't mean that you are right. You are in error. Some of us, we are always just like, I was saying, no, something must happen. We must, the, the matter, we must get to the conclusion of the matter. We must deal with the issue. We must go to the cracks of the matter. Let me tell you something. Sometimes, eh, you do have to a point that you leave it to God and to time. Time has a way of revealing the truth. And the Holy Spirit has a way over that period to reveal things. Say amen. Yeah. So I'm telling you that if you are the type of person who is always worried about accusers, you must be led by the spirit not to be led by accusers. Because anybody who is accusing you is the lead person. He is accusing you and you will find yourself doing what you are being accused of. True. People who have been accused ended up being accused. I remember I had a cousin called Abwaji. It's a popular name. Nobody trusted him. Nobody believed in him. Anytime he was coming on a holiday in our house, my mother would say, hey, everybody close your door. Lock your bedroom. Lock this. Lock this. Lock that. Lock. Because the, the guy, when he touches your clothing, it will just disappear. When he, when, when his eyes see the money, the money will vanish. But I decided <laughs> that I want to give him another chance. You see, I gave him a, a chance, but he stole my things. But I still said that I will give him another chance. Today, where he works, he's the one who does banking. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? <laughs>
Well, he's been working for 12 years. If something should have happened by now, maybe it's going to happen, but it's not happened yet. Yeah. So you see that sometimes when people have been accused for a long time, one day he said, he said, look, my brother, my brother John. Oh, John. <laughs> I was trying to iron out some issues with him about some things he stole. He said, oh, John, come down. John, come down. <laughs> he told me, he said, now I've come to realize that no matter what I do, the people don't believe me. So I must do it so that they know that Charlie, I, I will do it. When you are accused for a long time, that, and that accusation is the voice of Satan, employing man, says I will do it. So that it's like, even when they accuse me, I know I did it. So when you are led by accusation, accusation will lead you. Accusation will guide you. Accusation will make you do the things you are being accused of. But I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will lead you. I see the Holy Spirit leading you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, I'm going to share a few thoughts with you. I want you to know that the Holy Spirit is also a spirit who serves reminders. See, some of you, you know what, how to use your phone so much that your phone is very beneficial to you. There are many people whose phones are not beneficial to them. They don't know that that mini computer they are holding can do so many things. All you use your phone to do is, hello, hello, hello. Was there? Hello? That's all. And then typing. But I am telling you that the Holy Spirit, we just know him as the Spirit of God. But he can serve you reminders. He can serve you reminders. Turn to somebody and tell the Holy Spirit can serve you reminders. Tell him the Holy Spirit can serve you reminders. When you are under the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit, you are constantly reminded about the things Jesus said. You are always reminded about the things Jesus said. In John chapter 14 verse 26, it says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. You bring all things to your remembrance. So he serves reminders. Hallelujah. What does he serves reminders on? The things that Jesus have said. There are many things that you must ask. If Jesus were to be here, what would have been his reaction towards this? If Jesus were to be here, when you are taking a decision, when you are engaging in something, you must ask, what would Jesus do in this case? But the Holy Spirit is a spirit that serves you reminders. Hallelujah. May the Spirit of God serve your reminders. 
May he remind you of the word of God. May he remind you of God's mind concerning something. May he remind you and lead you of what God intends for your life. Amen. So the Holy Spirit serves you reminders. Hallelujah. Reminders. Number three, the Holy Spirit directs teachings. You see, I'm teaching you the word of God, but the Holy Spirit can direct you. Yeah, he can direct you. You have heard this word. The Holy Spirit will lead you into another book within the library. And then he will lead you to another book. And then he will lead you to a word that you must hear. A message that has been preached. He will lead you. And all these things is to firm up your level of understanding of what he is trying to say and what he is trying to do. I pray for you. I said I pray for you. That may the Holy Spirit influence your knowledge of who God is. May the Holy Spirit influence your knowledge of God. May the Holy Spirit help you to know God better and to serve him better and to act better and to behave better. I see God helping you out of a a stormy situation that you don't even know what to do and what to say but the Holy Spirit is leading you and guiding you into truth. Hallelujah. How many think you need the Holy Spirit more than ever before? Say, Holy Spirit, I need you more than ever before. Say, Holy Spirit, without you, I am bereft of knowledge. Say, Holy Spirit, influence my thought patterns, influence my decision making, influence my choices, influence everything about my life oh yes you know that is why for us believers the personality who would live finally is the holy spirit yeah when the holy spirit lives the people who would be kept here on earth during rapture they will use karafi they will use extra hewale to operate the word of God. Because the Holy Spirit helps. When I say karafi, karafi means strength. Human effort. Amen? Uh-huh. So as the Holy Spirit is living, he's going along with all those who bear the spirit of the Father. And so they are all gone. Anyone who is left behind. Now when you read the Bible, you will actually have to practice it with energy. It is then that you will see that when they say persecution, you are going to experience persecution physically. He's gone. He that let it will be let. That's what the, how the Bible puts it. You need him. I said somebody, you need the Holy Spirit. Emotions are good. Feeling is good. But there are certain decisions you don't need feeling. There are certain decisions you need the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Spirit actually influences, when you allow him, he influences your mind. 
He influences even he influences aspects of your life when you have yielded fully and totally to him. Amen. May he influence your life. The Holy Spirit directs teachings. First John chapter 2 verse 27. First John chapter 2 verse number 27. But the anointing which ye have received of him abided in you. The anointing abided where? The anointing abided where? And ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. So the Holy Spirit gives you direct teaching. He can give you direct teaching. But you see, it also is solely dependent on how yielded you are. Oh, Bishop says that the Holy Ghost can teach you. Charlie, from today, I'm not going to church. I'll just be in the house. The Holy Spirit should teach you. Hey, Bishop, you have opened a door for me. You even took a decision because of you lacked understanding to what you were hearing. There is a certain depth that you have to go even to understand the things that the Holy Spirit is even saying from within. It's very, very important. Amen. So the anointing teaches. The unction teaches. New Living Translation Bible, NLT, that same scripture says, but ye have received the Holy Spirit and he lives within you so you don't need anyone to teach you what is true. For the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know. And what he teaches is true. It is not a lie. So just as he has taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ. Remain in fellowship with what? Remain in fellowship with what? Oh, Charlie, now I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even going to come for fellowship. I'm not. Remain in fellowship with Christ. Hallelujah. How many want the Holy Spirit to serve you reminders? How many want the Holy Spirit to teach you directly? Oh, he will teach you directly. Yeah, he will teach you directly. He will teach you directly. I've been in meetings when I was preaching and the Holy Spirit just taught me, he said, lay hands on this person. And then suddenly, as I lay hands, you whisper to me, the spirit of witchcraft is coming out of the person. It's teaching you, how would you know? How can you know? How? How would you know? Many years ago, I went to Anya for a convention. Anya, do you know Anya? Awoshi area. In a small classroom. And as I was ministering, the Holy Spirit said, there are two guys that have come, to, two ladies, they have come here. Were you with us, Marilyn, in that convention? I don't know who was it. Reverend Cosby, were you? Nana, were you with us? Lady Reverend Amanda. Yeah. The Holy Spirit just said, there are two strongholds that have come into this meeting. And they are carrying a demon to come and try you. And he said, take some steps, follow me. And then I went. And then as I stood, 
I just said, I cast out that demon right. Oh. You see, I just said, I declared, when they started manifesting, they were beating people in the church. The people that were around them, they were beating them. They were beating them. No, nobody could withhold the two of them. Yeah. But the spirit left. They were free before the service. Yeah. You see? Laying hands. Laying hands. Laying hands. And as you are laying hands, a serpent is just biting your hand. Head of Medusa. You have actually laid hands on head of Medusa. No, Pastor Albert is an anointed man. Yeah. One day I went for a convention in Enquanta. I had finished preaching powerfully as I usually do. And after I had finished teaching, I began to minister to the people. <laughs> then the Holy Spirit pointed somebody in the congregation. You see, he's teaching me. He's teaching me about things. Then I started moving towards the person. She ran away from the room. And I said, Ushers, chase her and bring her back. I don't know who was there. You were there. What happened? Come and tell the congregation. Give him give the microphone. Yeah. Yeah, you can stand where, you know, where you? Kissinger. Amen. Yeah. She ran out of the church. She ran out of the church. And then um, the, you said Otis, Otis to go after her. Yeah. They brought her back. And when he came, he said, he cannot, fire, there's fire. In when the she came, I ministered back. I was addressing an issue. Then the demon wanted to deceive me. So as I ministered and as I began to cast out, then the lady went quiet. So I just, then I just mentioned that she's deceiving me, but she doesn't. Then she stood up and ran away. Then I said, get her back. Hey, it was a scene. It was a scene. It was a scene. And then they brought her back. And then the Holy Spirit directed me what to do. And the demon left. The lady now is still in church and very active in church. Because I become very interested in such people. I do a follow-up on them. I do a follow-up on them. She's in church. Seriously in the choir. The Holy Ghost must lead you. He must guide you. He must serve you reminders. Or else by the time you realize... You are making a lot of errors in your life. And how many know that we are in a day and age where the senses have become more alive than before? Your senses have become so alive than before. But I pray for you that God is helping you from today. You are becoming more aware that you need the Holy Spirit more than before. Hallelujah. Now, the fourth thing I want you to know is that the Holy Spirit 
Helps you to know things. Helps you to know things. Can you imagine you are a pastor and then a couple comes to you and they have brought their matter to you to solve. This one is saying this. The other one is saying this. How do you get to address it? You weren't there. You need the Holy Spirit to help you to know. I told you about a story where one day a lady went Kumasi doing a field work and a lady came when she came she was wearing her shades and um, she said the, the husband hit the eye and she had gotten you know the eyes had become so huge big protruding like that our first response was, what kind of husband is this? How can you beat your wife? He's a bushman. He said this. He said this. First response by what we saw. We're being led by the flesh. So, the doctor then, Dr. Sari, he said, give me your husband's number. And he called the husband and said, come. Then the husband came. When the husband came, we said, narrate your story. When the husband narrated the story, it's not like that. It's not like that. It's not like that at all. The lady got angry with the husband and she held on to the man's manhood and was pulling. The man told us, he said that at a point he knew that he had lost his man. He knew that the thing was out. So he didn't even want to look there. So as she was trying to move then his hand hit. And then we asked the lady, is that the case? He said, that's the case. I said, so why did you come to tell us lies? You see, you are dealing with such an issue. Somebody has presented this case. You can easily draw a conclusion. But you need the Holy Spirit to guide you. Sometimes people bring up issues and you can see clearly that, oh, sometimes somebody is talking to me and I, I know the spirit of lies have come upon the person. I'll ask one question. You see that it answers the whole thing. When you are a pastor, you need to pray for the spirit of advanced knowledge. The spirit of knowing is very, very, very important. Because the presentation will be good, but not all the story will be told. Am I helping somebody? Church members, I know what you do sometimes. Do you do that sometimes? May God forgive you your sins. Amen. When you are under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you have a knowing about many things. You have a knowing about many things. 1 John 2, 20 says, But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. Can you imagine the Holy Spirit making you know all all things. Can you see how blessed you are? You go to work and somebody has come to plant something. The Holy Spirit makes you to know. And he gives you a direction how to address the issue. Can you imagine? When I was growing up, I don't know whether it's true, but I think it is. You know, the parents who used to work in a certain company, you know, it was known that 
things are put under their seat and under their chair. So they give you posts. You sit on your chair, you die. They give you posts. And one man told me clearly that he had that confrontation. One day he just decided that he's going to take, when, he's, when he lifted the thing, something like a cowrie and some black thread and some things in the chair. But you see, the question I was asking him was that, but if you removed that thing from the chair, would the effect, he says, I don't know. So it's not about that physical thing, but the effect of the thing is what matters. One day somebody was given a ministerial appointment. Ministerial appointment. Proper, very important ministry. Then he called me and said, Bishop, I want you to come and pray for me because I've been working in this ministry. I've noticed that, Charlie, people have problems but when they sit on the chair or something happens. Yeah. And I went there. The Lord said, take an anointing oil and anoint the chair and pray over the chair. The guy served his term and then he was made an ambassador to a country. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine if you do not know and you are sitting on such chairs? Can you imagine? Be led by the spirit. Some of you, you go somewhere, they give you watches, then you have just eaten. They give you kenke, you are eating. You eat by heart everywhere. Do you know the intentions of people? Do you know the mind of people? You eat to you pray. Your prayer you pray is blessed, blessed. That's your prayer you pray. What prayer is that? Blessed, blessed. Amen. For what we have had, we thank you, O Lord. Come and dine with us, O Lord. God should come and eat your watch with you. <laughs> is somebody becoming aware that you need the Holy Spirit more than ever before? Look, this world eh, is a very wild world. And human beings are such that once you start flourishing, it generates hatred. Huh? And envy. Your prosperity is a trigger factor for hatred to come out. So sometimes you think people are celebrating with you, but they are not celebrating with you. But you need to know how can you know that this one is a genuine person celebrating with me and this one is somebody who is envious of me? You must be led by the Spirit. So when you are doing your invitation for the party to celebrate the thing, you see, when you are giving cards and you are being led by the Spirit, you give cards to the right people who will come and celebrate with you properly. Yeah. Or else by the time you realize... Another thing has come. After the party, after the celebration, you see that you have stroke. You, you cannot perform anymore. But God is delivering you from every evil intentions. I say God is delivering you from every wicked intentions of the enemy. May the Holy Spirit reveal to you 
and cause you to know things ahead of time. Yesterday I was talking to a gentleman, a lady, and she said, my very good friend, I told him that we have landed a big deal, big contract. Emirates, this, 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 that. They said, wow, Charlie, you are blessed. And the person was in a government. And the person found a way of convincing the main person of this lady. That why are you following this girl? You are older than this girl. You have what it takes to do something on your own. Listen to me. I'm forming a company for you. He's forming his own company. He said, I'm forming a company for you. And I'm going to pay you X amount of money. And then part this guy too was enticed by the money. Before this girl could realize he had lost contract with this airline. Lost contract with this airline. Lost contract with this airline. And then the main guy just said, I'm leaving the company. Here. Yeah. And then he started working in this new company. He has been sacked. He has been sacked. He has been moved. You see, the guy just wanted to use him. He's now gotten everything. He's been sacked. He's been moved. Now he's sitting at home. Meanwhile, you are earning $2,000 with this lady a month. But you see, you took a decision because you were enticed by the things that he was saying. I don't know why the room is quiet. Maybe it looks like my tone I started my preaching with has made the room not exciting enough. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is somebody being blessed? Yeah. In Psalm 103 verse 7, the Bible says, He made known his ways to Moses. His acts to the sons of God. So the sons, oh, they only saw his act. They go to Mount Sinai and then they see some wild things and everything. But God showed Moses his ways. So Moses knew the ways of the Lord. May you know the ways of the Lord more than the acts of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit also leads. He leads. The Holy Spirit leads and he leads ministers of God. If you allow him, he will lead you. If you do not allow him, he will not lead you. Amen. When you are under the influences of the anointing, you will accept anointed messengers. So you would know that this man is being led by the Spirit of God. He gives you counsel, you listen because you are being led. So he leads the messengers of God, the apostles of God, the prophets of God, the teachers whom God has sent to you, the Holy Spirit leads. He says in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11, he says, and he gave some apostles 
and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. For the perfecting of the saints. The reason why God has given this fivefold ministry is to perfect you and I. Hallelujah. Perfecting the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. I pray in the name of Jesus that when you see anointing, you will be able to see. Sometimes anointing is passing by you, but all you are seeing is gray suit. May God help us. Sometimes anointing is passing by you. All you are seeing is a half cast. But may God help you to see. And see very well. Hallelujah. When you are under the sweet influence of the anointing, you are in constant communion with the Holy Spirit as he teaches and influences. You see, when the Holy Spirit okay, is influencing your life, it becomes a constant thing. So, a time comes, it's so natural, it becomes natural, it becomes part of your life in such a way that because you consult him all the time, he's always influencing you. And because he's always influencing you, you have a koinonia or you have a communion with him. He's always speaking to you. You are always talking to him. The intimacy gets deeper and deeper and deeper because you see, when you are with somebody and you commune with a person, it's just a matter of time. The relationships become deeper, deeper, deeper. May your relationship with him be deeper. But what it also means is that if you are going to build relationship with him, there are certain relationships that you would have to watch. Because if you engage in those relationships, and when I talk about relationships, I'm talking about carnal relationships. A certain group of friends who would take all your time and your energy that you have to spend with the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, you would have to address it. They don't take much of your time. Because you see, you need time to build a certain level of relationship. Say amen. Yeah, you need time. Turn to somebody and tell you, you need time. Yeah. Sometimes even the, what you do, the choices of work. You were so anointed till you landed in a certain job that takes all your time. Look, I will not pay this price, eh? This price of getting a very great job and losing the Holy Spirit. And that is exactly what David said. He said that you can chastise me. You can reprove me. You can rebuke me. But don't take your spirit from me. Don't take your spirit from me. Sometimes we allow carnal things to influence us. But we don't know that those carnal things. eh, When it takes the Holy Spirit out of your life. Your life will be left with nothing. Because he's the one we need. Kukua. We need him. We need him all the time, I'm telling you. We need him. Maybe the type of job you've got, you have to lie every day. You have to lie every day. You have to say that you need 1,000 bags of cement when you need 500 bags of cement. 
telling you. <laughs> Somebody being helped this morning. So you must be in constant koinonia with the Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians chapter 13. And that is why in this church we share the grace. And the grace, you must take it seriously. Because the grace we are talking about is the grace and the fellowship with the most important person we have. So when you are sharing the grace, you must share it with understanding and meaning because it can easily be like Peter Piper pick a pick of pickle pepper. A pick of pickle pepper, Peter Piper pick. If Peter Piper pick a pick of pickle pepper, where is the pick of pickle pepper, Peter Piper pick? So your grace, that's how it will sound. It sounds like a rhyme. Love for love, some love for money, some love for beauty, some love for pleasure, but I love because I love. They that I love do not love me. They that I love don't love me strangely. It's my nature, it's my will, it's God's. Hey! Class four, our class four teacher taught us this poem, not knowing that he was using it to chase those little girls. Class four, I still remember. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Look at the scripture. Second Corinthians 13, 14. Let's all read it loudly together because I'm just bringing my message to a close. Ready? Go. Yeah, so you don't know that the grace we have been sharing in scripture. I think some of you didn't know. How many didn't know? Can I see by show of hands? A lot of people can you see. Yeah. But I'm showing you that Paul was teaching the church in Corinth. And he said, listen, if there is anybody you know, you need is the Holy Spirit. Especially the communion of the Holy Spirit. The communion comes from the word koinonia. To have intimacy. To have an intimate relationship with him because the intimate relationship with him is what is going to lead you and guide you. May you have communion with the Holy Spirit. May the Holy Spirit participate in your life. May the Holy Spirit lead you at every given time of your life. May you not make a shipwreck of your life because the Holy Spirit was absent when you were taking a very important decision. May the Holy Spirit's voice be heard audibly in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Holy Spirit help you. I pray that the Spirit of God will help you. May the Holy Spirit help you. Somebody, you are taking a major decision. May the Holy Spirit help you and lead you in the name of Jesus. I'm going to marry a man. You have seen a guy. You are so head over heels with a guy. May the Holy Spirit give you advanced knowledge. Hey, Look, let me tell you something. Sometimes when somebody is too nice, eh, you must be suspicious. Overly nice. You have, you have, you have, you have, you have, you have employed somebody in your shop that you should always do the banking at five. And the person is overly nice. Or you have put somebody in your hotel. The person is over, or in your pharmacy shop. He's too nice. Too nice. 
by the time you realize the person actually books checks people in but he never accounts for it and listen there are people who can four people can arrange that what is the use if i'm earning 500 ghana and i can have uh, 200 dollars that four of us will share 50 50 50 it's an addition one day one of them will blow the alarm but it, 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 it is a possibility because human beings are greedy uh, you give them 200 dollars they are four to share one person want to have 60 dollars <laughs> i brought the connection i am the one who arranged the connection so i i 60 dollars i'm giving the three of you uh, the rest of the money to share greed human beings we are full of greed be led by the holy spirit be led by the holy spirit rise to your feet rise to your feet somebody lift your hands wherever you are you want to pray we are praying for the holy spirit's influence on our lives we want to ask him for his help hallelujah you want to ask him for his help you want to pray and we are going to pray this second corinthians 13 14 we are praying it lord we ask for the grace the grace that only the lord jesus christ can give we pray for the love of god we pray for the communion the communion the communion of the holy spirit to be with us to be with us is there a powerful prayer topic to pray on yeah we are going to pray we are going to pray let's see the message version of that scripture we are going to pray we need a sweet influence of the spirit of god we need a sweet influence of the spirit of god we need a sweet influence of the spirit of god thank you holy spirit oh yes the amazing grace of the master jesus christ the extravagant love of god the love of god is extravagant the intimate friendship of the holy spirit be with all of you somebody needs the intimate friendship of the holy spirit oh you have been struggling for too long it's now time to meet the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. oh, you have been complaining for too long. It's now time to turn your eyes on the Spirit of God to lead you and influence you. The sweet influence yes. of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Pray. Four key elements. Pray that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ will rest upon you. Pray that the love of God will fill you. Pray that the communion of the Holy Spirit will be with you. Pray that the intimate friendship lift your voice and begin to pray. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Let prayer ascend. Let prayer ascend. The house of God is a house of prayer. As God reveals things to you, as God opens your eyes to things, May the power of the revelation cause you to pray alongside. We thank you for this wonderful, awesome time. Holy Spirit, we pray for your influence. Somebody lift your hands right oh, now. Yes. We pray for your outpour. Jesus. 
Oh, somebody lift your hands. The outpour of the Spirit of God. A home is breaking not because the husband is bad. This is what the Spirit of God is telling me. Not because the wife is bad. But you see, the enemy have sown a seed. But I drive out that seed in the name of Jesus. That seed of confusion that is sown by Satan. I drive it out in the name of Jesus. Receive healing in your marriage right now. Receive healing in your marriage right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, influence our lives. Influence us, Lord. Influence us. Influence us. Influence us. Influence us. Thank you, Lord. 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 Satan is fighting a losing battle because I see the power of the Holy Ghost resting upon somebody right now. The Holy Spirit is leading you to circumvent. The Holy Spirit is leading you to make breakthroughs. The Holy Spirit is guiding you out of the trap of the enemy. Receive restoration right now. In the name of Jesus. We bless your holy name, Father. We bless your holy name, Father. We bless your holy name, Father. Oh, may the peace of God rest upon you right now. May the peace of God rest upon you right now. May the peace of God rest upon you right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you are awesome in this place. You are worthy of all your praise. You are worthy of to you our lives we give. Oh, you are awesome in this place. My somebody let your hands and say that you are awesome in this place. You are awesome. Awesome, awesome. to pray for you you walked into this meeting you are not born again you want to say bishop pray for me i want to receive jesus into my heart i want the holy spirit to influence my life i do not want to be led by my flesh i want god to take total charge over my life wherever you are lift your hands i'm going to pray for you right now God bless you. Lift it up. Lift it up. Lift it up. Today is your day of salvation. Tomorrow might be too late. You are saying, Pastor, pray for me. Pastor, pray for me. So for Bumpy, pray for me. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Lift it. Lift it. Lift your hands. Lift your hands wherever. Now, if you've lifted your hands, do another thing for me. Can you just walk to me right now? I'm meeting you downstairs. Walk, walk to me right now. Come, 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 come. Come, come, come to Jesus. Run to the mercy seat of Jesus. Run to the mercy seat of Jesus. Come, 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 come. The master has need of you. The master loves you so much. Oh, yes, Lord. 
precious lives and precious souls thank you for giving them direction for their lives thank you that your influence on their lives is significant I pray that your mercy they will find your mercy and you wash them as white as snow thank you thank you thank you for what you've done in their lives in Jesus name and all said amen congratulations wonderful people Wow. Are you glad you are born again today? The Spirit of God is resident in you. Hallelujah. And as you begin to start, as you start having fellowship with Him, and you grow in your knowledge of Him, He will lead you. He will guide you. Amen. Can you see our Reverend Minister over there? I want you to follow him. He has a word for you, okay? Follow him. Put your hands together for all these precious ones. Oh, can you just celebrate Jesus for the lives of these wonderful people? We give God praise and we give God honor. Hallelujah. 